This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Feminine Essence. Feminine Essence is a podcast for women following their passions in business. Each episode of Feminine Essence, we feature interviews and advice on how to increase your visibility with greater success and impact while inspiring you to step into your feminine essence. Here's your host, Steffi Joe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feminine Essence, Empowered Passion to Business Success. This is a podcast for women following their passion in business. I'm Steffi Joe, your podcast host. I want to thank you for joining me today, and I'm excited to introduce you to my guest. And before I do, I would like you to know if you want to learn more about my Feminine Essence podcast, just go to my website at www.expressyouressence.com. And if you have a few minutes and uh, you're checking it out, just I'd appreciate if you check out uh, my newest products. Today, my guest is Myrna Brown. Myrna has found Harmony transitioning from the medical industry into the energy world of feng shui. Her journey has taught her how to purposely create balance in our environment to help with our well-being in all areas of life. And she brings her learning to help others do the same from office to bedroom. A little bit more about Myrna before I bring her on. Uh, Myrna Brown is a speaker, writer, professional feng shui practitioner and instructor and member of the International Feng Shui Guild. She creates programs, blogs, and videos for female leaders and entrepreneurs on how to create calm, inspiring, and beautiful spaces to live and work in. Her clients report feelings of being free to relax, live, and love more, all while creating the life and business they want. Myrna's passion for creating powerfully influential environments is a result of her own experience of feeling stuck in her life and implementing feng shui principles. So her work has transformed clients' lives from one room, one uh, in her home or an office at a time. And she's here today to tell you a little bit more about that. And I can't wait for you to meet her. So let's bring on Myrna. Welcome, Myrna Brown. I'm so happy that you're here with me today and excited to speak with you and excited for the audience to get to know you. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me, Steffi Joe. I'm really excited to have our conversation today. Oh, I am too. I mean, I am so the feng shui. I know you're all about, and you'll be talking about the feng shui with us. And I'm not even sure I'm really pronouncing that right. So I want you to kind of tweak me if I need to be tweaked, okay? You got it. <laughs> Feng shui. Feng shui. Feng shui. I love it. You know, and of course, it's a very old, old, old art. And uh, I'm excited. Can you tell us a little about you and your business and what you do? Let's get started and let's get to know you. Oh, thank okay? you. Okay. Well, I um, fell into my feng shui life and it was, I mean, we don't fall into anything. It's all meant to be for whatever reasons, but it, I had been uh, working in 
research and medical research for a while. And, you know, that's about energy, but different kind of energy, right? It's about chemical reactions and those sorts of things. Very left brain thinking. And I had stayed, uh, decided to stay home and raise my children when they came along and, and left that world behind, not realizing how much I would love to stay home and be in this different energy again of, you know, seeing the world through these little people's eyes. It's fascinating and really mm. refreshing. Mm-hmm. So when it came time for me to think about returning to work, they're getting older, these little guys, what what did I want to do? I didn't know. And so I, you know, I had been volunteering in places and um, had heard about this thing called feng shui and I took a course and I, I couldn't believe what I was learning. It was such different information compared to my medical background. Mm-hmm. It was still about energy, but just very different how the environments that we spend time in can really change us. And I found that fascinating that, you know, everything's made of energy. We know that mm-hmm. like this desk that I'm sitting at is made of energy and, you know, the the furnishings, the colors, everything has energy and that we can change things by just simply changing or adding a color. And well, I was open to that because I wanted to know what am I supposed to be doing with my life this next chapter? Mm-hmm. So I took what I had learned and I started applying it into my home and the results I started getting were fascinating to me. And so I knew this was going to be the body of work that I would step into and really start practicing for myself and for others. And you're right, it's ancient. It's been around 3,500 or more years. There's a couple schools of thought around that. It's from mm-hmm. China. And it's really about living in harmony with our environment. So if, if we can have a nice, you know, they talk about a flow through our homes and offices, but if we feel good, if it feels harmonious to us, we kind of wake up. Mm-hmm. We kind of start feeling a bit more vital. We can access the, the clarity of what, what it is we want in our lives. And that's when things get fun and exciting, right? That's- oh, oh, I love that. I love that. Because, you know, what I heard is, you know, this harmony, harmony with your environment. And I love this conversation with you because, you know, in my work with, with the essence work, you know, I'm speaking about the harmony within yourself, but it goes to the environment. So it's ourselves in harmony, ourselves in harmony with the environment. And I think that's why I'm so fascinated, so drawn to your work because it's so, you know, in harmony with mine. <laughs> so I just love it. But I wanted, you said something about your medical background. Can you give us a little bit about your background and how that related to your interest and your passion with what you do with the feng shui. Well, well, so I was in medical research and we were working on making people healthier. Um, we were looking, we were working on vaccines back then and trying to find something for an incurable conditions. Mm-hmm. And, and I loved that I was helping people get better. So that is exactly what I am working in now is I I'm love helping it. people reach their potential, mm-hmm. become better versions mm-hmm. of themselves or um, become more vital, find mm-hmm. the love that they want, find the mm-hmm. careers that they want or open up a life path, Mm -hmm. more prosperity in their lives, but whatever better is for someone, 
health, love, relationships, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's the work is is improving, getting mm-hmm. better. But it's um, I think for me, what's inside of us is what we want to express out in the world, right? We want so if it's if it's just not just, but if it's for caring for children, like where I was at one point, mm-hmm. that is all I wanted to be doing. It was juicy to me. I felt alive and totally on purpose doing that. But life changes, yeah. and it's like okay, now what? So how can I access the thing inside of me that wants to be born? Well, we can use our environments. It can really open up doors for us and help us express ourselves and yes. help us again get, get that clarity around what we're trying to open mm-hmm. up in our lives mm-hmm. help us make better decisions if we're feeling healthier and vital and clearer on our paths yeah yeah i love that because here i'm i'm really hearing the passion and you know i'm all about the empowered passion and how us as entrepreneurs and especially feminine entrepreneurs is my is my love but how we access our own essence and our passion in our business and i'm hearing like this is like so congruent with you and i it's so strong that it is truly empowered and i love that I love that. So in saying that, in um, and I know that you understand what I'm, I, I know you understand my work around the essence because very similar, the energy of everything, of course. So can you give us an example of something in your business and then how you help others that you really feel comes from your essence? What is there like something that really turns you on? <laughs> When, when you're working with someone, what is that you absolutely love? Can you give us an example? Okay. So I, I love women entrepreneurs, especially when they're working from home because they're in this building. So their home's a building. They typically will have a separate little space that's going to be I'll call it their office, whether it's a physical office or not. Sometimes they are working wherever. But to see the possibilities is so exciting. And to see how easy it is to make things improve quickly for them is exciting, exciting, exciting. So for example, whenever we have clutter in our space, that is, I mean, our, our homes reflect what's going on in our lives. And clutter is a thing that, that we just have to stay on top of. It's everyone has some sort of clutter somewhere. And when we can stay on top of it, ooh, life gets smoother for us. So typically a woman's office can be a little bit of a dumping ground. And when we can get in there and start dealing with some of those things, it's fascinating because uh, clutter holds sort of stagnant energy. Just looking at it makes us feel, right? It just brings us down. And when we can clear that space, that changes the energy of the environment. We're not even talking about doing any feng shui at all. It's just getting that sort of canvas ready for what's possible and removing that clutter, you know, it frustrates us. We feel overwhelmed looking at it. Getting that off and out of her special sacred space that she wants to be in, creating her fabulous work out in the world, frees her, right? She's now free to get those ideas that are just waiting for her. And she's free to, you know, concentrate, focus on that work that she's working on. And it's just, so that for me is is really exciting to go in and see clutter because I know one, we can clear it up 
quickly mm-hmm. and it's going to move mountains for women entrepreneurs. And then from there, we can start adding in things that will really move the needle on where she's going. I love this. I love this conversation because of course we all find, like you said, we all have our space of creating our business. And of course, you know, we're looking and um, expecting to be successful and it starts where, where you're sitting. And so, uh, and I got to admit why, you know, even though this is the audio and some um, of our audience only listen to the audio, you know, we're on video right now and you're looking at my office <laughs> going, oh, let's see, like, so what do I got? Where's my clutter? <laughs> good. <laughs> But I love that because I, I have been there. And so it, what you're saying is is really speaking to my heart. And I absolutely know when my clutter is building up, I'll tend to, um, and maybe you have something to say about this, but I'll tend to put my clutter in piles. Yep. So it can kind of keep, you know, some clarity, mm-hmm. but yet I have this pile and, and I know that someday and soon I got to get to it, but I keep seeing it. Yeah. And so it's always on my mind until I get rid of it. And then all of a sudden, I release. I know. And you know, it, you know, it's not to beat up people about clutter because like mm-hmm. I have to stay on top of it as well. And this is like mm-hmm. my work, but I find that if I'm on a project, like I'll have stacks of things going. And if I'm on a project that I really need to have a deadline, you know, finish something, mm-hmm. I will make sure everything is removed from my room. Even that is not the that piece that is I'm working on because I know I need to move quickly. I want to just like really be inspired, get some cool mm-hmm. ideas coming in and anything else like you said it's a distraction right it takes us off our game and we do not want to be off our game because we we have a limited time on this planet and there's stuff we want to be doing oh god yes (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) so i was just thinking oh yes so clearing the clutter even if you're putting it away Mm -hmm. or when you're on a project so you you clear the space you clear the clutter yes it's somewhere but you don't see it will help help uh, move forward in the projects or what you're working on at the time is that kind of how you could do that temporarily but temporarily yes you don't want to just be shuffling it around your space right that's right also as soon as you leave your room you're going to see it again right right yeah no you want to stay on top of it you want to keep doing you know you know if you can spend 10 minutes a day or whatever time you have if clutter is something that is in your life dedicate it because the amount of time you spend on clearing your clutter gives you back exponential mm-hmm. time. Think of it like that because it, you mm-hmm. pick up speed, you feel better, your vitality improves, right? It, and it's, um, yeah, it, it gives you time if you can think of it like that because none of us like to start that project. It ain't very fun. Right. <laughs> But yes, because it just changes everything. Yeah. And then you have this canvas, this office space that's clear. And now Mm. you start feathering your nest. You just, it just makes me feel good um, listening to you about this. Because, you know, there's such a um, intimate relationship with our office. And, you know, so as you're talking about this, it's, oh man, I feel what you're saying. And I just, now I'm excited to uh, clear some things up when we get off, but, <laughs> but, 
What else can you let's can we expand a little bit about the our feminine entrepreneurs office? What you know the clutter. So we've talked about the clutter. Yeah. What else can you tell us? Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to assume that people have a, a room that's their office, and if not, just sort of consider your space a room. All right, wherever you're working, mm-hmm. there's a dining room table for the for this matter. So beyond okay, we're going to feather our nest in a minute. Hopefully, I'll have time to talk about that. But the most powerful thing that a woman can do to help her increase her visibility, to help her feel powerful in her business, confident in her business, is to position her desk in what we call the command position. And the command position is that when you are sitting at your desk, you can see the door or the entry into the space if there's not a physical door and that you're not actually right in line with that door. So, you know, if you're off off to the sides or whichever way or I'm angled in my office so that I'm not in line with the door and that I'm backed up far into the room as far away from that door as possible so that I can see that whole room and what this command position does it makes us feel well we can't be startled you can't come in and surprise me and that's a metaphor when I'm sitting with my back to a door I have cortisol in my system because I know I could potentially be startled and that's a stress hormone it takes us off our game as well whether we work in a building by ourselves or not, it's just a human need to be able to see the door. So ladies, if you're not in the command position, figure out a way to do that. And you know, if we don't have the ability because we have a built-in desk or something like that, get a mirror, get a small mirror, put it on your desk so that you can physically see the door just by glancing into that mirror. That makes sense? Oh, yes. I love that. I love that because I got a sense that the word command and I felt in bringing in that command, being in that position at your desk and, and having it angled or being able to see the door, I felt like the commander of my ship. I yeah. felt like, and then I went to, I felt like a queen. Oh, so. And don't we want to feel like queens, right? Right. I love that. There's energy to that word that really was awesome. I well, love feng shui is of how it affects us over time. Mm-hmm. So when we're sitting in that command position, over time it changes us to operate differently in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I was um, I spoke this year at a at an event and had a desk set up so the ladies could sit with their back to the door of this um, event space, and I had them sit there for like I said, 15 seconds, just kind of get a sense of how you feel, and then go and sit in the command position. I have a chair on both sides of this desk, and they were shocked by how in 15 seconds they could feel the difference of how they felt in that space. Mm-hmm. So I encourage if you, you know, any non-believer, just set that up for yourself and see how you feel. It's fascinating yeah. and it changes who we are so that again, we can go out and be confident and make that offer. We could mm-hmm. do what we want to be doing. I love it. I love it. Oh, man, we could talk a a lot about that, but I do want to add a little bit more here. (laughs) So, okay, so we have our office. That is our space. Is there another room that it's important for us to pay attention to in our homes with the energy work, the Mm -hmm. feng shui? 
all rooms are important for sure. Um, I would say for, for women, um, the bedroom is also going to be another important room because it's one of the three pillars of feng shui, the front entry pillar, the bedroom is the pillar mm-hmm. and the kitchen is a pillar. And they do, they are responsible for different aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. The bedroom holds the relationship energy, like the partner relationship energy, but it's also about health. And when we can enter this space and feel like we can relax, recharge, sleep well, we wake up a different person again, right? We, we right. wake up with when our feet hit the floor, it's like, let's go! <laughs> you feel different. So it's an important room to set up with certain, certain key aspects. So one of them is that, is that the bed is also in the command position. Does that make mm, sense? Interesting. That's- drop that cortisol level down. We want to be able to, when we're laying in bed, to be able to see the door. We want to kind of be as far away from that door as possible. Ideally, we do not want to be in line with that door, right? So that's command position. But also for women, it's also important that we create a space that we feel safe, quiet, calm in. It's a more of a yin type of room. Mm-hmm. And it's important we keep it like that so that it can be dark at night, can be quiet at night. We can feel like we're in our little sanctuary where we can really, you know, it's for rest, mm-hmm. charging and reconnecting with our partner. That's the function of the room. Mm-hmm. The electronics do not belong in this room. And especially, I think I think women are quite sensitive to electronics. I, I, we all are. Right. But the light workers, especially of the world are, I'd say, hypersensitive. And so it's not a place for our TVs, our iPhones. It's not our phones. It's not or any sort of, you know, tablets. It's just not the space for it at all. So remove those things. Well, let me ask you for, so uh, the bedroom is, and you mentioned, you know, it's the, the yin and the yin, which I understand the yin and the yang. So can you, when you say the yin, can you explain that a little bit more for the audience? Absolutely. Okay. So there's always both in our environment, yin and yang. And yin energy is the quiet. It's the feminine. It's the dark night. It's cool. It's those sorts of energies. Yang energy is more about, you know, the hot sun, the loud noise, the bright colors, the mechanical moving. And we need both. And this is part of the harmony that we talk about in feng shui we try to balance those in our homes so that we feel right in our space mm-hmm. and we need to have both components in 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 each room so a bedroom needs to be more yin but we also need to have yang parts and components to that so that we can you know, we'll feel like getting out of bed sometime. <laughs> right, right. I was going to say, so we have a little energy at some times. <laughs> yes. Right. Just like an office space, I would I would always want it to be a bit more yang for somebody so they mm-hmm. feel like they can produce and get things done. But we also need to have that yin energy in an mm-hmm. office so that we can think about, oh, what's another good idea to, you know, mm-hmm. that creative, that, that kind yes. of quiet, that introspective piece. So yeah, the bedroom, yin, not completely, but, you know, candles in a bedroom that's the mood it, it makes you know mm-hmm. and if you have an ensuite attached to your um, bedroom then that's a space you can make beautiful as well um, but if we're just focusing on the bedroom itself right now candles are beautiful fabrics you like this is again about feathering your nest office or bedroom or wherever else in your home things that you love mm-hmm. that 
brings up your energy, but also can can make us feel right in our space. We mm-hmm. feel like we belong there. Our homes mirror what's going on in our lives. And when we feel like ourselves, we we wake up. We we feel people feel us, right? We're authentic yes. to ourselves. And so, you know, do not hang pictures in our and you know, I don't want to see pictures in homes that people don't like or don't like anymore. If right. you don't own them, get rid of them. <laughs> it's really important to have beautiful things in your space. And you don't need to have tons of stuff. Less is better in, in my world, but not minimalistic. It's mm-hmm. about feathering with things that you love. So the yes. pictures that really speak to your heart, mm-hmm. especially in a bedroom, yeah. like nature scenes, couples, things that are romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and this balance though. So you're married, like say we're married for those of us who are married. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about us is that you got to create that balance with your partner. So, you know, that brings on a whole nother conversation, right? (laughs) What if you don't agree on that picture? (laughs) What do you do? Do you just, you have some for each, you know, do you, how do you find that balance? What's the best practice there? Yes. Typically um, couples do agree on things, but if there is like an example, a picture that doesn't fit for both, sometimes it's a Mm -hmm. conversation about explaining why this picture you love so much. Maybe it's a connection to an aunt or whatever it is. I don't know. It's an artist that you love so much. Sometimes just explaining that to a partner opens up the ability to bring that back in and say, oh, well, if you love it, I'm going to love it. If it's it's grading on, on, on one of the partner, you know, a partnership, then I would not have it in that sacred space. Right. But, you know, um, in regards to having a dual partnership, we want to make sure that people feel equal or duality mm-hmm. energy of a space. And so in a bedroom, it is important to have space around the bed for both people. So the bed is not up against a wall. We want to have that duality, the energy around the bed. Mm. It's awesome to see two night tables of equal size. They don't have to be matchy-matchy, but that duality again, equal partnership, two night tables, two lamps. Again, it doesn't have to be matchy, but equal size. Nice, so yes. The tone, and this is the message, of, uh, the mirror of our home is we're equal partners. And if mm. we don't have a partner and would like to have one, you're sending the message. I have space here for two people. I have space around my bed. I'm seeing two nightstands and two mm. lamps, and I'd like to invite this person into my life. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yes, there's a, I think we have tons to talk about both in the office and in the bedroom, (laughs) along with the whole house, but we only have so much time. So before we get too much further here, there's a question coming up that I want to ask you, but before I do that, no, maybe I should go ahead and do that because, you know, this in the energy, we're we're talking about the energy, we're talking about you and and, um, your specialties and Give me what is, let's, let me back up because I've got several things going in my mind. So I'm organizing. <laughs> Sorry. What is your favorite client? Is it the entrepreneur or let me just stop. What is your favorite client? My favorite client is a female entrepreneur. She works out of her home and she is in that in-between space of not putting herself first and serving everyone else. And her business is not where it's where she wants it to be because she's in that service role of helping others almost before herself. That's my mm. That's my favorite. I love it. Helping her create that space where she's mm. going to feel powerful 
powerful, productive, on purpose. Mm-hmm. It starts in your space. What well, starts with you and, and how you are in your space. Mm-hmm. And if we can harness that energy, then we can do anything. Oh. That's the way I'm, I'm feeling it as you're talking is, oh, I can do anything, you know, right. with, with putting these things in place. And it, it just gives the foundation, you know, so I'm really, I'm really excited about this. Thank you, Myrna. Because our, our environment, our space is us. If you think of it like that, it's us. Yeah. So yeah. what are we saying to ourselves? Are we being kind and loving to ourselves? Or are we putting up with yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we can, and the thing is, we can change it. We have that ability. Yeah, I love it. Well, for our audience, because um, we only have a few minutes, and there's one question I'm going to give you here and ask you. But before I do that, um, do you have any anything offers here for the audience today? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I do. I have a, I have a quiz that they can take. Ooh, I love quizzes. I know, right? (laughs) It's a feng shui quiz that tells them what room in their home might be impacting them positively or negatively so that they can focus on that room and or just Mm -hmm. find the information out that, oh, this room is really, I'm rocking it. It's serving me well. Or this is the room I need to maybe spend a little bit more time in. Ooh, nice. Rooms have different energies for us, right? Okay. Prosperity and health bedrooms about relationship health anyways so that's that's the quiz i love it and where do we find the quiz so go to my website so that's myrnabrown.com m-y-r-n-a brown b-r-o-w-n.com Wonderful. And I'll put that in, in the notes so of the podcast. So if someone can't write that down or remember it, we'll have it for them. Thank you. So, Myrna, so I have a special question and I love to ask my guest. And so are you ready? Are you ready to take this in and, and just think about this for a moment? Don't answer too fast because I want you to really absorb it. So Myrna, if you had the ability to come back in another life as a flower, and you could choose, this is the important part, you could choose where you would grow and bloom, where would that be? Well, in if you remember previously, I had talked about there's three pillars in feng shui. Mm-hmm. One of them is the front entry. So that's the pathway from the street up to the front door, just inside the front door. And if I was to come back as a flower... I would want to be on this pathway up to someone's front door because that is a sacred space from the street to our home. It is about our transition space. So when we're returning home, it's our first site of our hopefully sanctuary that we've created. And it helps us leave that, you know, possibly the chaos of the day behind us before we enter into our beautiful space. And when we leave our home, it's the first thing that we see when this transition space from our home, our front door to the street is it's it's sending us off into hopefully gently off into the world that we're going to be entering. So when we can, you know, our eyes can land on beautiful things. And to me, flowers are beautiful, vibrant colors, um, healthy, healing, live plants. We feel feel better, right? So I would want to be planted along with a whole bunch of my sister. Yes. (laughs) 
in this in this sacred space from street to door. Oh, I love it. I, and I, um, what you said, it's a trans, a place of transition. I just got this picture of you as a flower in this place of transitioning, helping those going from you know from the in outside environment to the in and from the in to the out and creating this balance. I mean, it's powerful. I love it. Oh, Myrna, thank you so much. It really, I love that question because it just gives a a different flavor or a nuance of the, just the beautiful guests that, you know, are on my podcast and and you are certainly one of them. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here, and I hope you have a, a wonderful day out there in the, the feng shui and the energy, and I can't wait to get to my office in those clutter pots. <laughs> thank you, Myrna. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you're interested in hearing more and finding out how to work with Steffi Joe to enhance your feminine essence for greater visibility and success, visit expressyouressence.com. Until next time, be your essence. This is the EWN Podcast Network.